Hey guys, it's me. Not that you were expecting anyone else. Anyways, Gaming After College has a sponsor. I know, right? We're getting with the times. It's pretty exciting. Anyways, our sponsor of today's episode is Anchor. Anchor is a brand new service that lets you make podcasts, and they make it very easy to do so. All you need to do to make a podcast is right there on their app and right there on their website. On top of that, they handle automatic distribution of your podcast to various different platforms. So you don't have to do anything with RSS feeds. And then they look for sponsorships for your podcast with absolutely no minimum amount of listenership, which is great for me because I think I only have five of you guys out there listening to my beautiful voice and uh, keep going. Thanks, guys. The best part about Anchor, it's absolutely 100% free. So what are you waiting for? Go and try it out. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, guys, let's get back to the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Gaming After College, the only podcast that helps you manage your gaming time and your busy life. As always, this is your host, Manny, speaking. Today, we will be taking a nostalgia trip and talking about the newest Pokemon game, Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Let's get started. I'm going to try to keep this review spoiler free, but I will briefly talk about the beginning, the game, the beginning of the game, the middle of the game, some key elements, you know, how, how it differs from the originals. And, uh, but for the most part, I'm going to try to keep it spoiler free. And before I get started as well, um, I just want to say that I know I have not been too active on Twitter. I've actually been trying to push the news section of this podcast onto Twitter so I can easily record these episodes on a, uh, on a recording block instead of recording a new section every week and then adding it to each episode. So I do apologize for that for my my fellow fans. So my fellow fans. Anyways, so I'm going to try to be more uh, upbeat about that. And for those of you who are just tuning in for the tuning in for the first time, the podcast is at GAC underscore podcast. And if if you need to contact me, if you want to request me to review a game or anything like that, you can send an email at gamingaftercollege at gmail.com. All right, so let's move on. Let's go Pikachu. Gotta relax. This is Earth Radio. And now here's human music. Hmm. Human music. I like it. Alright, so what is Pokemon Let's Go? Well, Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. So these are the first Pokemon games to ever be released on the Switch. So this is the first time, not the first time, um, how, but this is the first more recent time that there's been a Pokemon on anything else besides Nintendo's hand, handheld console. Back in the day, there were things like Pokemon Snap for the N64, which was an amazing game and has not been remade for some reason, but I am very down for it. And uh, Pokemon Stadium. And you know, there, there, there have been several spin-off Pokemon games, but this one resembles one of your more traditional, one of your more traditional Pokemon games where you just catch the Pokemon and collect gym badges just like my boy Ash, you know? So this game, however, is a little bit different from the core Pokemon games. So for those of you who have played the core Pokemon games, you, you know what I'm talking about. But for those of you who don't, or who haven't yet, 
a core Pokemon game is, you know, you, you're Ash or you're Red or whoever you are. You start out your adventure. You're 10 years old. It's time for you to hit the road, get out of the house, and become a Pokemon master. So then you go over to the professor's house. You get your Pokemon. He teaches you how to catch Pokemon, which is usually you go into the tall grass. You weaken the Pokemon first. Then you throw a Pokeball at it. You catch it, becomes part of your team, and you move on. And then you hit the first gym, beat the first gym leader, you got your gym badge, and then you just keep going. And you collect all 8 or 16, depending which one you're playing. And then you challenge the Elite Four, challenge the champion, and you become Pokemon Championship. The Pokemon Champion. I apologize for that. And that that is basically the core Pokemon game. This one differs ever so slightly. So, in my opinion, this is Nintendo's way of getting more people involved in Pokemon games and getting more people involved in wanting to play them. Uh, so, for those of you who have played Pokemon Go, the mobile game, you'll see that when you catch Pokemon, you flick your Pokeball at them. Uh, you just flick it up the screen, you, or you can do a curveball, and there's like a little circle in the center that kind of closes in on the Pokemon. And the object is you want to get the Pokeball to have a perfect fit, almost like you're putting it in a hole inside the circle when it goes around the Pokemon. So what, what they did for Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee is they took that game mechanic, that catching mechanic, and they put that in the game. So no longer are you weakening Pokemon to catch them, you just throw a Pokeball at them. And this makes, uh, this is probably one of the key differences of the, from this game. It's probably the only key difference, in my opinion, uh, that makes this game separate from a core Pokemon game. And don't fret, my devoted Pokemon game uh, fans. Nintendo has said that this is actually just a spin-off game. This isn't meant to continue the line of the core games. And they have stated they are working on a core game. So, in my opinion, this is... Nintendo's way of saying, hey, let's try out these new graphics, but make it a little bit more mainstream so everyone can buy it. We'll win over the Pokemon Core fans because we don't want to do this on the, on the 3DS anymore. And there you have it. So this all goes back to my first thing. What is Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee? So they are remakes of the original Pokemon Yellow game. So, uh, Pokemon Yellow has a special place in my heart. It was the first Pokemon game I ever played. I was seven years old, and it was it was on the first system I ever owned, which was the the Game Boy Color. Um, and I didn't have the Pikachu edition. I just had uh, it was like a nice turquoise color. It was great. So, in the first Pokemon Yellow, it mirrors very closely with uh, Ash's adventure in the first season of Pokemon, or the first few seasons, where you know you start off in Pallet Town. You get Pikachu. Pikachu doesn't want to stay in its ball, so then he just follows you right behind you. And then you're able to collect and capture other Pokemon such as Squirtle, Charmander, and Bulbasaur in one game. And that that, that is a terrifying feat if you have all three, especially when they all level up and they all evolve besides Pikachu. And that, that's pretty much it. You You become Pokemon Champion and you just keep playing. So I want to transition this into the gameplay, which I already kind of talked about. And the gameplay, you catch Pokemon, you just flick your your uh, your Joy-Con um, at the screen, and you just catch them. And so that, sometimes they move around on the screen, so you gotta like angle your catches in such a way. 
and uh, they do this because each uh, Pokemon uh, Joy-Con, and if if um, if I'm wrong, please correct me. But this is my theory. But they do this because there is a gyroscope inside each Joy-Con that detects the balance of it. So it's able to detect when you're when you're flicking it, when you flick it fast or slow, if you're holding it at an angle. So it's really easy for it to know what you're doing. Uh, it can be a little bit buggy because you are flicking your wrist at the screen every time you catch Pokemon. I've had Pokeballs come on, come out from a direction that I did not throw it at, so it was, it's the strangest thing. But for the most part, it works. And in the game, you're encouraged to catch multiple multiple Pokemon of the same type. So there was one time I was playing it, and and uh, I saw a Cubone. So then I captured the Cubone, and then I saw another one and another one, and as as the game goes on it says three times multiplier four times multiplier five times multiplier so you get more exp as you capture the same pokemon over and over again and what i thought was pretty cool was that this actually increases your chances of getting a shiny pokemon so the more pokemon you catch of the same species if you keep going long enough and i don't know how long enough but not as long as uh, core pokemon games you'll encounter a shiny version which is pretty cool and each Pokemon you capture actually uh, can have different sizes. So as you're walking around, the Pokemon actually show up on the map. So no longer are you just walking in an empty field and out of nowhere a Pokemon ca uh, attacks you. Instead, you can actually see the Pokemon and then go up to them and attack them. And some of them actually have this uh, this aura around them, like a red, a red, um, like a red mist or a blue mist. And they each mean something different. A blue mist means this Pokemon is much smaller than your average cubone for example a red mist means it's much larger than the average cubone so you can have a little bit of fun as you capture them another big difference in gameplay is the lack of pcs so in pokemon in core pokemon games if you ever want to withdraw pokemon deposit pokemon or switch out your party for your other pokemon that you just can't carry on you you have to go to a Pokemon Center, and then you just go to the PC, and you're able to retrieve and deposit Pokemon as you see fit in your Pokemon boxes. They don't have that in this game. In fact, you carry every single Pokemon you capture on you in the, your Pokemon bag. It is the strangest thing, in my opinion, because to me that means, like, so this character is actually carrying hundreds of Pokeballs in his backpack that are both with Pokemon and not with Pokemon. Logistically, it doesn't make sense to me, but it makes it a lot easier for you to manage your Pokemon and immediately switch out Pokemon in between battles. So it's pretty interesting. So uh, I don't like it, in my opinion. I like going to Pokemon centers for, for healing and for PCs, but what are you going to do, right? Uh, they're just trying new things in this one. But aside from that, I would say those are the two biggest dif differentials from gameplay from the original games to these games. And uh, it's honestly not too bad. It makes the game a little easier, um, in fact a lot easier to play. Uh, leveling up your Pokemon, you just keep catching Pokemon. And you actually earn more experience if you catch Pokemon than if you fight in gym battles. It is the strangest thing, but it works and it makes the game super easy. And you can breeze by this game. And I'll get to the how long to be at the end of the podcast but it's, it doesn't take too long to beat the game, as compared to older games. Moving on to graphics. So the graphics of the game are insanely modern. So for those of you who have played the original 1990s Game Boy 
um, but Pokemon games, you'll realize it was super pixelated. It's like a top-down view, so you're like viewing the game as if you're God, just staring from the clouds. And uh, you know, as a kid, your imagination kicks in, and in my head, it's just all HD, right? In this game, it's pretty much HD. So for those of you who have played uh, Pokemon Sun or Pokemon Moon, uh, the graphics look more or less like that. So it's a nice 3D rendering of everything around you, including all the Pokemon who are just roaming free, uh, just on a bigger screen and on a system that has much more processing capability than a 3DS. So everything's super smooth, super 3D. You're viewing the game not from a top-down top down perspective, almost from like a 45-degree angle perspective. So it's really not that bad, and it's, it's really nice. It, it feels really smooth. And for those of you who have followed the series and followed Pokemon since you were a kid, it'll really, it'll make you feel good. It'll give you the warm and fuzzies. As always, there are two different versions. So for those of you who don't know, again, Pokemon games are released in two versions. They go, hey, Pokemon Sun, Pokemon Moon, Pokemon Diamond, Pokemon Pearl, uh, black and white, uh, red, blue, yellow. So there's different versions when these games come out, silver and gold. So obviously, even if though even though this is a spin-off game, there are going to be two versions, and that's why there's Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. So, how are they different? In Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, you get a Pikachu as your starting Pokemon. Pikachu follows you. It's on your is on your shoulder sometimes, and uh, it's more akin to Ash's first adventure. In Pokemon Eevee, you get an Eevee for your first Pokemon, and you know again, she chases you she's right behind you on your shoulder etc it's just a little different so it really depends on what you like however there are version exclusive pokemon so there are some pokemon that you just can't catch in one or the other uh, i'm not going to give you a whole list i will include a list in the show notes from uh, from polygon so but just to give you a little bit of examples in pokemon pikachu you can capture oddish gloom Mankey, growlithe oh growlithe is great and uh, Scyther, right? So that's a, a little bit, but you can't capture these in Pokemon Eevee. However, in Pokemon Eevee, you can capture Vulpix, Ninetales, Meow, uh, Pinsir. You get, you, so if some of those are your favorite Pokemon and you just can't live without them, you're gonna have to make them some hard decisions. However, something to note, you can capture Eevee in Pokemon Yellow, or I'm sorry. <laughs> you can capture Eevee in Pokemon Pikachu, let's go Pikachu. And you can capture Pikachu, and let's go Pikachu, and vice versa. So, the only exclusivity on the name is that they um, they're, they're going to be on your shoulder the whole time. It's like that's the the mascot of the game. And there's actually uh, a nice little what's the word I'm looking for playroom type of uh, mechanic where you and Pikachu or Eevee, depending which one you pick. You can actually brush their hair, poke them, give them some food. Uh, it's super cute. It's really nice, and uh, it increases their affection towards you. So it's really, it's really cool. And I think you can only do that with the mascot. I don't think you can do that with any other Pokemon. And for those of you who are wondering, you cannot evolve your uh, mascot. So you can't. So if you play Let's Go Pikachu, you can capture a Pikachu and evolve it to Raichu. That's fine, but you can't turn your Pikachu into a Raichu. And vice versa with Eevee. You cannot turn Eevee into Vaporeon or Flareon or Voltreon. Um, um, no. But you can capture an Eevee and then do that. 
And also, another thing to note, for those of you who are huge Eevee fans, Eevee has a ton of evolutions, but because this is based in the Kanto region and based on the original games, they only deal with the first 151 Pokemon. So if you, if you like Sylveon or Umbreon, you ain't gonna get those. You're gonna get the, the original three plus Eevee. Speaking of that, actually, speaking of the uh, 151 Pokemon, there is connectivity into Pokemon Go from this game. Because, you know, why wouldn't there be? So if you play Pokemon Go, you can actually uh, connect your Pokemon Go account to your Pokemon Sw the, your Switch account. And in Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, you can go to the Pokemon Go Park. And this is a park where you upload your Pokemon from Pokemon Go into the park and then you are able to uh, capture them however you can only uh, well, you can capture them and use them in your pokemon let's go game but you can only capture them if they're from the 151 pokemon so don't go uploading a sylveon or a cyndaquil because that's not going to work but pikachu squirtle dratini those are going to work if you have a vulpix for example you can upload a vulpix and then capture the Vulpix if it's an exclusive Pokemon for that game, or non-exclusive. So if you're still with me, there is one thing I want to uh, specify. Um, there are multiple ways to play this game. So you can play the game in handheld mode, where uh, you have the Switch on you and the Joy-Cons are not detached. So you can play it there, and it's, in it's interesting. It's not too hard to maneuver. Or you can play it with the Joy-Cons, basically dock your Switch, take out the Joy-Con, only one, you don't need two, and you're, you're able to just flick your, um, your, your hand at the screen so you can capture Pokemon. Note, you do not have to do this if you play in handheld mode. And uh, before I continue to the next way of playing, you are also able to take both Joy-Cons and play. Essentially, one player, uh, you can make it a co-op game where you give the second Joy-Con to uh, your younger kid, your brother, sister, whoever you're playing with, and a second trainer will pop up on the screen, and this second trainer will help you capture Pokemon, and I believe battle as well, using your Pokemon. So they don't get like their own Pokemon, it's not their own story, they're like a backup character for you. Uh, I've incorporated this maybe once or twice, and it's really fun, especially when you capture Pokemon, because you're both capturing the same Pokemon, but you're, you're like combining your powers together, essentially, so it's pretty interesting. And um, if that's something that you want to do, you want to bond with your kid, or you just want to bond with anyone, you can, you can totally do that. And uh, the third way of playing that I want to mention is there are some versions of Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee that you'll see in the store that are like a big box, they're not just your regular Nintendo Switch case. And that's because they carry the Pokeball Plus. So the Pokeball Plus is like, it looks like a Pokeball, like a small Pokeball, it fits in the palm of your hand, uh, it's not too large. And uh, the little center circle, the, the white circle where you know Ash clicks it to make it bigger to open, is uh, a joystick. So think of a joystick on a Joy-Con, right? Or just a normal joystick on any gaming system. So with this, you're able to walk around with your character. There's a button on the back of the ball and uh, on the side of the ball, I believe. And it, when you capture Pokemon, it's like you're throwing the ball at the Pokemon. So if you want some more immersiveness, it sounds like an interesting way to play. And uh, most people actually wanted to get this because Nintendo gave you an exclusive DLC if you bought it. 
Um, I really hope that they change that policy because if you had bought it with the Pokeball Plus, you got a Mew. And Mew is an amazing Pokemon, number 151. And and so far, it looks like the only way to get it is to buy the Pokeball Plus, and that's ridiculous. I'm not I'm not going to do that. I wanted to. Trust me. I wanted to. But that increased the price of the game to like 90. And uh, I'm, I'm not about that life. You know, I, I spend my own hard-earned money playing these games, providing these podcasts. So if Nintendo wanted to just give me this, hell yeah, I'm down. But no, 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 I'm not going to spend this money on my own. Alright, so I gave you a rundown on the graphics, I gave you a rundown on the gameplay, and I just gave you some little cool tidbits about the game. But what I haven't given you is how long to beat this game. So, it really isn't that long, in my opinion. Um, if you have a long commute like I do, or or your only game is this, or your only gaming console is a Switch, this game is definitely a must-buy. Uh, if you're a Pokemon fan, obviously. If you're not a Pokemon fan, I consider it. Uh, if you think Pokemon are cute or you like just respect its uh, global dominance, uh, just pick it up when it's on sale. It's gonna get on sale probably by Black Friday, uh, if it's not on sale already. Because when this game came out in November of last year, it was actually preceded in December by Super Smash Brothers. So Super Smash Ultimate. So if it hasn't gone down in price, I'd be surprised. Moving on. So for the main story of the game, you're looking at about 24 hours of your time. So that's not bad. That's not bad at all. That is um, a whole day work of your time or three full work days of your time. And there's no, there's no need to finish it as soon as possible. But if you wanted to, you're looking at 24 hours and trust me, this game is easy. A little too easy in my opinion, but it is easy. Now, if you wanted to do the main story plus maybe some extras, like you wanted to capture some shiny Pokemon or you wanted to capture or do some extra quests or whatever, you're looking at about 31 and a half hours. And then finally, if you wanted to do completionist, and I believe completionist means you get every single Pokemon. So this also includes a region or not region exclusive. I'm sorry. Um, Pokemon Go Pikachu Eevee exclusives. And you just beat every trainer because there's some there's some nice little tidbits of trainers in the game. Like I believe the original Pokemon Red and Blue are in the game, so that's awesome. Uh, in fact, no, 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 I, I changed that. They are in the game. I have met them. So, so if you wanted to do all of that, you're looking at about 48 and a half hours, which it still isn't bad. One of the main games I'm playing right now is Dragon Quest XI. I'm 48 hours in the damn game. Oh, excuse my French. So, 48 hours for this game isn't bad. 24 hours, super easy. Honestly, I don't think you'd get a faster game. A faster Pokemon game, that is. Alright guys, well, so let's see here. I talked about your graphics, I talked about the game, gameplay, how long to be, some exclusive stuff. Uh, as always, I will include a whole bunch of links for you in the show notes so you can read up on this. There's a great article of um of which one to pick on polygon and it's also a great uh, review article that polygon made as well and again i don't work for polygon i just really like what they got they, they got i pick up what they're selling you know what i'm saying so i hope i convinced some of you to uh maybe explore your uh, pokemon secret love and uh or secret shame and go ahead and buy this game uh you can probably get it for 60 dollars right now because it's still sort of new uh maybe 50 
Um, I suspect it might be 50 because of um, because of Smash Brothers and uh, Mario Party that came out in December. So, and as always, if you have any suggestions or edits or comments, um, you know, if this is just a one-man operation out of my apartment. So if my audio is funky or if there's something that you you think you could, you know you just want to give your opinion on, go ahead and send me an email at gamingaftercollege at gmail.com. Or you can tweet at me at G-G-A-C underscore podcast. All right. Thank you for tuning in. This is your host, Matt.